Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. The Toddcast Podcast. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and at ToddHancock.ca. We have uh, Mr. Tequila once again on the program. Uh, I think this is your ninth time. I think it's your ninth, maybe tenth. <laughs> once a year yeah. kind of thing. I'm into once my year, the annual. Dude, dude, I'm into my fucking tenth year podcasting. Can you believe that? That's awesome. That's unbelievable. It's but yeah, yeah, you've you've got a lot of guests, a lot of fucking awesome guests that come on your show. Oh yeah, we've been crushing That's over true. the years for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's been good. Been good. Uh, as as usual, we'll have some irks. We'll have some jerks with uh, Mister Tequila here. Uh, but there's some stuff that for sure I want to get into. And the first, of, how could we, you know, get things rolling without talking about the Vancouver Canucks? And holy shit, what a tear! Totally, your Vancouver Canucks are first in the NHL. Like, hello, what? Holy fuck! But yeah, it's awesome. It's a good time to be a Canucks fan. I'm just glad that we got a guy like Rutherford. This is a Rutherford team. These are Rutherford moves that he made. And I like how he just gutted the team. We went, we went from car wash to contender in one season. That's crazy. Right? Didn't they just sign him to another three-year or four-year deal? Totally. Like yes. Even though it's Alvin that's making the deals, they're basically putting together the Pittsburgh Penguins of like 2016, 2017, when they went back-to-back cups. This is a sim- We have a similar team to that, where you got your five core players and you just plug the gaps with good penalty killers, couple of defensive players, bigger defensemen, and then getting heroic, like, hello, wow, was that the pick of the year? We won that trade. And, and Zadorov sure. as well. Like, these are just Zadorov, massive human massive. beings. Totally. And, well, we saw, we went to the game, we saw how big that guy is in person. Him yeah. and Myers, the, those guys are massive. Like, we got a big team, man. So I, I think that um, just some of the changes that they made uh, is why we're so effective. And again, a full year with pocket talk. It's all big on accountability and yeah. whatnot. And he really challenged these guys in the summer, keeping in contact, making sure they're ready to go because the last couple of seasons we were actually doing okay. It was just a shitty start. You come, Oh, you start the season. Oh, and eight. It's too hard to come back from. Right. By the time we got our shit together, we're out of the playoffs, long out of the playoffs this year. Our boys were well conditioned, challenged by, by uh, talk it and any anybody from Demko to Miller to all these guys, Besser, look at Besser, complete turnaround. The guy's back to being an absolute sniper. And look at all the the uh, people saying we should have got rid of Miller. Look at Miller. Miller's awesome. I don't care what anybody oh, man, says. Miller, like now awesome. now hindsight, like Miller looks pretty damn good over Horvat. Totally, totally. Everyone was bitching. Look at look at the way. Look at, at uh, how pissed off Miller gets when it, when it's a loss. That's what you need to see from your captain, Bo Horvat. We never once saw that. Bo Horvat was used to losing. Right. Oh yeah, well that's bullshit. You smashing sticks like fucking Miller was. He cares about it, right? Yeah. Now that's spread. He was smashing his stick at, uh, on the bench and there yes, the other night. Yes, those guys blew a three goal lead. They know they're good when they play their game, and they just take if they take the foot off the pedal for two minutes, they know that that can cost them now, right? Yeah. We got four yeah. lines rolling. Four lines is very good, a very good problem to have. Plus, when we come to the playoffs, you're playing top four D. So Hughes or Heronic are going to be on the ice every shift when we come to the playoffs. 
You know what I mean? We've yeah. never, ever had a guy like Quinn Hughes, ever. We've never had a defense. We've had Pavel Bure, yes, the greatest ever. We've had our Trevor Linders. We've had City. We've had Luongo. We've never had a bona fide superstar a la near Bobby or Quinn Hughes. Yeah, right? it, 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 it really is quite incredible. You know, I, I'd made I'd made a mention on Facebook to some of the effect of like, you know, what is that now? Uh, like thirteen points of the last sixteen, and somebody was like, "Oh, don't jinx us." I'm like, you know, no, no, yeah, it's, it's jinxes. They're 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 not real, right, Tequila? That's right. They're not. They're not like like people say. Oh, don't say the Stanley Cup. This and that. The whole point is like Rutherford's working the phones right now, knowing that he's just putting a he's a couple of chip like couple players away from doing big things. Everyone fucking oh, pump breaks a little bit. This team, we haven't got the playoffs. No, it doesn't matter. You still got to keep playing the regular season. You don't want to just limp foot into the playoffs. Mm. I think this team, we're the highest scoring team in the NHL. One, right? We got the most goals. We always score five or six. Come playoff time, you're going to be faced with the other team's best defenders every shift, but everybody who faces us has that problem too. We're causing that problem. So I think yeah, I think it was Crosby was saying something in the in the news about a week back about like, you know, to have to go against those guys, man. Like he's talking about the Canucks like that. He's talking about the Canucks. Yes, that's right. That is a big team. That's a big heavy team. We got snipers, we got four lines going. We got finally got some good D. Because if you remember the last couple of years, like look who we brought in. We, we had we had guys like Bear. People were going bonkers. Oh, we got to sign Bear. I was, no, get him out of here. He's not that good. Shan, Horvat, Burroughs. Who's the Burroughs? I got played like 50 or 60 uh, games last year. He's terrible. Stillman, Bolivier, those guys are out. In comes Susie, Ian Cole, that Lafferty guy we picked up on waivers. Thanks, Toronto. We love this guy. This guy just gelled in our lineup. Zadarov, like you said. And that Teddy Booger, look at that third line. That guy, Stanley Cup winner, Vegas, and Lee Killer, good defensive player. Notice mm. how Rutherford just plugged with these key guys around the core five. And it's looking pretty good. This looks like a Rutherford team, man. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, they've actually moved that Bluger line up to the second line now, hey? Like, it's Bluger, yeah. well, it's, yeah, Like, it's, it's the, incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and holy George. shit, six Canucks are going to the All-Star game. Amazing, amazing. When five, we ever five in the coach? Yeah, when have we ever had that? We never even had that back in the Sedin era. It would have been uh, maybe the both Sedins and Luongo, not sure. like multiple guys, and they all deserve to be there. Look at Demko. Demko's like Vesna finalist already. He's turned it around. What did the Vancouver media say last year? They wanted to dump him. They wanted to trade him. You fucking idiots! You gotta let the guy bounce back. He had the worst fucking year. You're not gonna let the guy bounce. You don't just trade number one goalies. Right, our fucking idiot media had him gone, right? But uh, like that Zadarov guy, he's the toughness. Like he's the, defensively, he's okay. He does make the odd mistake. We need him to be the policeman, and he is being the policeman. Uh, you go take liberties, he's gonna fucking fight back with Miller. Miller dropping the play. Myers, yes, we need those guys to start fucking banging it around. Because if you think about this team compared to 2011, this team is better. We got more toughness. I think we're better overall. This team right now, we're living the best team. Yeah, right I agree. Now, best yeah. mix. <laughs> you just keep watching. You know they're good. Like, even when they get down, it's like, oh, fuck, the Canucks flip the station one second. Holy fuck, we're winning. I know, right? right? Like, every game you go in as a fan, like, game. yeah, we, we actually yeah. legitimately have a chance to win every single game. Man. Totally, totally. And we're just this all-star nod. That's good for the guys' confidence and whatnot. 
And everyone's still, some of the media already worried about Patterson. We still control Patterson's contract. He's RFA. So, of course, he's contract here. He's going to shoot for the moon. We can pay him. We can afford to pay him. It's yeah. guys like Hronik. Hronik is playing out of his mind. And somehow, we'll worry about that after playoffs, right, uh, to see what we're going to do with him, right? Well, anything goes back. Patterson, too, same, Patterson. same kind of situation there, yeah. Except for, yeah. Except for Patterson, if somebody offers sheets us for him, we would get, like, four first-round picks. Like if yeah. somebody's going to throw him an offer sheet, which is kind of dirty pool in the NHL, but some fucking idiots will do it sometimes. Oh, for sure. I've yeah. tried it before, right? Yeah. And, and did you hear that there, uh, that there was like a buzz going around about a week back on Reddit that, uh, that they're thinking like maybe getting rid of the Michigan, like that it's What's dangerous that? and that it's, you know, it's not hockey. And, and like, I think it's good for the sport. Like people, you know, are talking about the sport and, and the game needs to catch up. What's your take? Yeah, totally. Like, um, but like, fuck, when you, when you watch these games now, like, these guys are so conditioned. They're like machines, right? Well, we saw some of those seats we have. We're right up against glass. You see how big and They're how huge. good a sheet these, these guys are machines. They're million-dollar machines. They work out. They, they skate 100 miles an hour. It's like getting hit by a car when you get hit by one of those guys, yeah. right? Imagine getting into a street fight with one of those guys. You yeah. just get fucking mangled. It'd be over. Oh. Boom, 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 done. You'd be right? done. Like they're they're actual machines now more than anything. All these guys care about the nutrition and sleep, and they got sleep uh, doctors and all sorts of shit. But you know what? When you're when you're playing as good as you are and the confidence is high, that's a good feeling to have, man. I don't think the Canucks get enough credit for just how good they are. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, we're first place." It's like if you've been watching, we're the fucking good team now. Mm-hmm. I know it's hard to take because we've been shit for like what twelve years. We've been awful. Yeah, pretty like, much. For some really bad teams. If you think, if you go back to uh, the Banning days, and who was that coach, William Desjardins? Holy fuck. Those were awful, awful teams. And that was hard to take for the Canucks since we w- should have won the goddamn Stanley Cup in 2011. We should have won that, right? Oh, yeah. That, that was ours. We we kind of got fucked by the refs and some key injuries to keep key guys. Uh, that didn't help. But again, it's we had you have to go through the pain. We had to go through all these missing draft picks. We had to rebuild the fucking draft picks. Finally, won a guy with Patterson. We won that draft for sure, mm-hmm. right? Hughes landed in our lap. And just to think, that idiot Banning had fucking we picked Keith or, uh, or Matthew Kachuk. We'd be fucking Stanley Cup already. <laughs> if he was on this lineup, we're in a good dynasty. And we had you left like, holy fuck, man. We're still contending even with that botch pick. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me hit you with the uh with the Motley Crew news. Did you hear about uh mixed dispute with the band going to arbitration? Of course, you know, he's an equal member yes. of, of the band. He's a 25% member. With his retirement, he was saying that no no touring with the band, but I will still do some studio stuff. So the band had offered him like 5% of the 2023 tour uh and then nothing after that. And then eventually they said, "Okay, we'll do 7.5%." Uh, your thoughts on on how they treated Mick Mars, and and should he keep the ownership? Like he he was, told, well, yeah, he was quoted like, as saying something like, "How how can you fire, you know, Mister Hines? He's the owner." Right. He was the one. He was the one that came up with the name. Yeah, he had it. 
It's been well documented. They know he's got that ace in his sleep. But again, look at all the health problem. The guy stood by while these junkies were fucking doing heroin galore. Even though he was having fun on the side, but he was always the one that had to be responsible because he was so much older than those guys, right? right. And the guy, they, they go together. It isn't Molly Crew without the guy. The guy made a lot of those songs. Doesn't matter. Nikki Six wrote them. Mix fucking guitar and his tone, the way he plays, fucking definitely helped, right? Totally. But I think to, to to nail the guy like that and just to you know what I mean to get John Five in there like fuck off, Molly Crew is just tarnishing their legacy with this kind of shit. And I hope Mick wins it from them. I think they should have called it after that stadium tour. Don't be one of these bands saying you're going to retire, get all the money, make all this money, bye bye bye, all tears, and then fucking three years later, oh yeah, we're doing a fucking uh, stadium tour and uh, mm-hmm. we're going to sell five thousand dollar tickets again. And it's going to be even worse because our fucking singer can't even sing, and it's shameful. Like he's uh, it, awful. It's pretty he's bad. Awful. I mean, like, like it's I have bad. a scar on my hand as homage to to Tommy Lee, and like, you know, I, I'm as big as they come, truly, for that band. And like, it's embarrassing, man. Vince Neil cannot sing to save his life at this point. Well, and look what they tried to do. They tried to screw him in the press. There, showing the click track, and the yeah. click track that I heard, he was on time with it. There was it. I couldn't even believe they released that. Are you idiots? That fucking stupid. It's crazy, right? But they the guy that. right. He was with it. He was on the click. So yeah. I, I don't know what that was about. That was a fucking dumb move by them too. Like John Five, no, he's a good guitar player, but he's not Molly Crew. Fuck. Come yeah. on. I see. I see Molly Crew without Tommy Lee, and it sucked, right? With Randy Castillo, it was like, okay, Tommy Lee's not even here. What the fuck are we even doing here? Right. You know they I mean? didn't, didn't they also have that uh, that girl for a while? Um, uh, the, was it Samantha was it? Maloney? That's who it was. Yeah. yeah. She was like a one month or two month person. And yeah, Nick probably fucking, she probably had women's issues. Nick, Nicky was like, get the fuck out of here, right? We, was, there's no period. But, uh, I, I'm with you, man. I, I really hope that Mick, uh, you know, he, that he, he, he keeps his uh, ownership, man. It's fucking well, preposterous I, that they're you, trying to kick him out like that. It's fucking if, crazy. If you know the history, the history of Mick Mars, this guy has been dealt the worst blows ever. Again and again, health, that health spine problem that he's had his yeah. whole year. He's been paying his whole life, yeah. right? He's had multiple wives fucking clean him out, right? Like he had that one where he was doing rifle, or uh, they were shooting guns off his back patio. And one bullet ricocheted and hit some hot, his hot girlfriend's uh, friend, right? So she's shot. So she wants $10 million, right? Like stuff like that has happened to this guy. A couple of wives cleaned him up. And then having this, like, I'm sure it's an expensive condition he's got. That in the United States, you're paying money for this, right? Like, yeah. insurance, yes, right? You're yeah. you're fucking paying cash. So to to treat the guy like this, and considering that he was saying he just didn't want to tour, he didn't want to do all the shit that they were saying. They were lying, saying we we're going to do a stadium tour, and that's it. So he did it. He compared fucking guys, what 80, 70 something. Fuck, he looked like he's like ninety. Sure. So I was like that any minute. But he's still fucking playing. Okay, that's it. Done. He still would do the odd show in Vegas. He could do a fucking Vegas run. Get him fucking fly him over there, put him in his fucking place, and he just roll him upstairs, play the show, and that's it once in a while. Right? I'd be fine with that. But to me, it's just tarnishing legacy. I haven't I haven't been to a cruise show in a while. I like remembering the nineteen ninety show, which was the greatest fucking thing ever. When yeah. they're on top of the world. back then, they were bigger than Metallica. They were they were the biggest, right? Maybe Bon Jovi would have been there. Um sappy Bon Jovi crew better than Bon Jovi any day. Yeah. Uh, and obviously Metallica came up and fucking nuked everybody after, right? <laughs> totally right. 
So what's the what's the snow situation? Because uh, you live out uh, in the west, uh, you know. I'm obviously here in, in East Van, and we're kind of like you know, side streets are still kind of like what? It's crazy. Vancouver's inability to drive when even one centimeter of snow falls. Right, this city literally shuts down at the thought of snow. Totally, totally. Well, even that first day, uh, not last week, week before, when it first snowed, we were all thinking, "Holy fuck! Okay, two uh, thirty. Let's let's go. Let's let's uh, let's get out of here. It's fucking snow's coming." By the time we got out to the freeway, it was gridlocked. Quarter to three. No accident, no nothing. Just fucking people, summer tires, just cruising oh, sure. along. Yeah, dude, like that first... Prepared. No, That's not fun. at all. Like, zero. And there's people that just have no idea what the fuck they're doing either in the snow. Like, it took me uh, probably, like, maybe a five, seven-minute walk. Took me about 35 minutes in car that first day. Fuck. Yeah, wow. Wow. Well... My my old lady, she got caught in that snowstorm last year, and oh, she yeah. made the wrong wrong decision. She was in Burnaby. She had a hair appointment downtown. That she's like, okay, I'll just go to the hair appointment. When she could have turned around and made it back, totally. she had a full eight hour trip in the car to yeah, get to New West from Vancouver, and whole like it fucked everything. I I don't know. They, they don't like it. Uh, we're from up north, so we know that some of these smaller towns they have snow budgets, snow removal budgets that they have to have to clear the roads. Otherwise they won't be able to work. Vancouver needs something like that here. Have it just in case. Yeah. They need to have like a pony fund, just a little slush, little slush fund on the side. We start sprinkling salt the the day before the fucking snow Maganon. We're sprinkling salt. Snowmageddon too. Like Snowmageddon here is like fucking what six inches and like back to back snow days. And like, you know, it's it, like you said, it's funny for guys like us that, you know, grew up in Kitimat Terrace, Prince George, where it snows like fucking six feet overnight. Yeah. Every day, all day, winter tires. We got winter tires when we're up there. Here, we got two million people, summer tires, spinning, rear wheel drive, trying to go up a fucking... Oh, what's with these buses with no fucking winter tires? What the fuck are they doing? I know, it's like, crazy. Coast Mountain's got to have tons of money. They bring in, they generate lots of money. You can't buy winter tires for the fucking bus? I, I don't get that. Like, a lot of people will say, okay, fuck it, I'm not going to drive my car. Might as well take transit. And then you go to transit, you're you're even worse off. Right? Like, oh, brutal. Fuck, you might as well walk. But yeah, we do have quite a bit of snow here still. Yeah. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. I kind of live on a hill, and it's it's weird. You go you go up the hill, it's even more right, a little mm -hmm. bit higher elevation. But yeah, we, yeah. we got a bit here still. Yeah, yeah. You know, tequila. I don't normally get too political on the old podcast, but it seems to be yeah. on 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 people's minds lately. Uh, both countries, Canada and the states, does Pierre Polyev take over from Trudeau, and does Trump dummy Biden and get back to the helm? Yeah, I think, uh, okay, so first, uh, Pierre Poliev, he's a, uh, a stool pigeon. Um, he might have some good ideas. He was a member of that World Economic Forum, which anybody does any bit of research, those are the guys that really run the world. The World Economic Forum, all these members uh, are leaders of the countries. Like uh, Macron is a member, Trudeau is a member. Biden, all these people are all members of this fuck. So I don't even think voting really dictates anything. I think this shit's been predetermined a long time. Uh, Poliev, he just tries to to uh, talk the points that uh, Trudeau is an absolute moron. Everybody knows this. He shouldn't even have got voted in the last time. What I saw, some of the clips I saw were people throwing shit at the guy coast to coast. There's a lot of hatred for this guy and he wins. 
You know what I mean? So well, he, he, he got my vote the first time because of the weed. Yeah, but, but again, yeah, that's what he used. But then again, look, look how long it took for him to implement that. He had to do, he had well, to he force had, that through. He otherwise to he was going to be out. Totally. Right? Otherwise he wouldn't have got the second vote. Okay. Yeah. He wouldn't have got the second vote. But again, I just think that these guys are, Trudeau is a fucking moron. And some of those debates, like, I thought, like, even though Jagmeet Singh, I do not like that guy. I thought he hammered Trudeau in a lot of those debates. Like, Trudeau was out of his league. Like, uh, 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 prime ministers aren't supposed to be talking like fucking that. You know what I mean? Like, you should have smart, ready answers. Give me uh, what platform, what you're going to do. I just want to know what you're going to do. I don't give a fuck about what you've done in any of these attacks on the other party. It's all bullshit. But the American, it's pretty easy to say Trump's going to win again. I think something else is going on there. I think fucking, I think they had to show a bunch of election fraud last time. I think they had to show Americans what it's like to live through this guy. And There's just so much stupidity and political correctness in our world right now. It's a shitty world right now. You say one bloody thing, somebody's offended, and we all got to be offended. It's kind of fucked up these days, you know what I mean? And then some of this other stuff is just like, I, I keep a close eye on what my kids' curriculum is at school. Mm. Uh, public school is not what it once was when we were in school. Uh, I don't know, well, you must remember when we were in school, we used to sing O Canada yeah. once in a while to start a, start a class. Right? That's what we did. We used to say, what was the prayer we used to say? I remember saying prayers and fucking, what was our father or our heaven? How are they, did we oh, not yeah. do that? I remember that. And then that kind of came out. And it just seems like they're leaning towards a curriculum that it's friendly to everybody. We don't want to offend anybody, so we're going to let everybody pass. Just like they did with the trophies. Let's give everybody oh, yeah. a trophy. Instead of having competitiveness, facing adversity, there's nothing wrong with facing adversity. You fucking well, they, try hard next time to win, and it means so much. Yeah, there's right? nothing wrong with failing. Failing. That's you. That's how, what makes you a person. If we just give graduations to everybody and say, everybody, that's socialism. We don't want that. We don't want that shit. Socialism yeah, no, is awful. Dude, there's no chance anybody's – like, I, I would never t call out their actual name, but I talked to a, a teacher, an elementary teacher – and they were, they're like mandated. They cannot fail students now. They can't. That's right. That's right. They can't. They can't because they, it was deemed racist if you failed somebody. God forbid if they were a minority and whatnot, mm. which is wrong. What, what, what are we doing this kid by Pascom if he's a complete dolt? Right. Right. Is it, is it going to be mandatory that these companies have to hire this dolt? Every company is going to be a separate owner. Like, fuck, get out of here, kid. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Let's see what you can do. No, you got nothing. You're out. Right. That's what it is. That's a part of life. You want to get somewhere. The old saying, it was stupid. I never, I hated school when I was in school. I went to school for the chicks. That's it. I didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Smoking, chicks. Didn't give a fuck. As soon as you get older and you got to take care of yourself, you that's where that shit kind of comes back to haunt you. Right. So stay in school. It is it, it is very good to have school, but again, the curriculum, like we were talking about, it's it, some of the curriculum and some of the stuff they're talking about is just, uh, I got to shake my head, right? Like one of the learning, uh, we have these top five topics for, I think, a grade two, grade three for summer learning. So we look at the topics. The number one thing for these kids to learn was trans. Okay. What about Terry Fox or what about Aboriginal Fred? Oh, what what about all this stuff? What about Wayne Gretzky? What about why is it that? That's fucking weird to me. 
right? Mm-hmm. I have nothing about that. I have trans friends. I have this. My friends aren't like that fucking ramming this down our throat. They don't like this attention. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like we live in Vancouver. Vancouver's always had a gay uh, and trans uh, minority here. It's it, it, We've had immigrants. My wife's a fucking immigrant. We've, we have people from China, India, uh, Germany, all over. That's Vancouver. That's the spirit of Vancouver, right? Mm-hmm. We've been tolerant of all that shit forever. Like, it, they just bring in this in. Now, oh, you got to be more tolerant. What are you talking about? We live in Vancouver, right? What do you mean you're not like that? I don't, I don't know no racist people. I don't know no, you know, gay beating like they make it sound like there's this kkk runner i don't see any of that where is this happening right and police brutality again that thing too the cops the cops wearing the body cams i agree that is a good thing for them uh the cops have been guilty of a few times i don't like that either when there's five on one and the guy's not resisting and there's kicks and whatnot that is bullshit but again when you see what these guys have to go through and somebody's coming at them with a knife, and you got one second to figure out what you're gonna do, and you got a weapon, and you got to shoot back. Come on, man! It, it, what are you doing going after the cop with a knife? That's your fault, right? Oh, dude, I, I couldn't even imagine being a cop. Like, holy fuck! Yeah, like stressful job that would be. Man. Well, look at the. What would a cop be in Vancouver? A social worker? Like, we had people. Like, I work close near the downtown, the fringes of downtown east side. We've had yeah. people. Uh, uh, dying in our parking lot, whatnot. We had everything. The one person we were bringing back to life one day, um, we called the ambulance. I could hear on the phone, and they said, We can't even come there. We're already down there, like three, four locations. Try to keep the person alive, right? Wow. Like, he can't even, he can't even come, right? So, like, there's so many issues with Vancouver. Like, wow, drug and addiction, mental health. I would like to see Pierre Polyev or some of these people saying, Hey, we're going to allocate. Uh, ten billion dollars for mental health and addiction. Let's try to fucking help these people for once. You know what I mean? That's definitely one of the things that he's uh, he's chirping right now. Is that you got? And you know what? There's a need. It's almost like this is on purpose. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if you remember. My cousin remembers when they shut down Essendale. They literally walked down Lowheat Highway uh, to they got to Hastings. There was like a couple hundred. What? How many there were? They all had nowhere to go. They all walked together. That's what started East Hastings. It's like, hello, could fix that. Why not open Riverview? Get these people out of that area. Get them mm-hmm. working. Get them off them. Get them detoxing. Mm-hmm. Get them working. Get them educated. Just work with them. We got money for that. We can send fucking money to Ukraine. We can't even help these poor fucking people in our own city. Our city's going for shit. There's bug shit, needles, wherever fuck you go. Like, how embarrassing is that? I never saw any of that shit when I go to Europe, Bulgaria. I don't see any of that. Like tripping over fucking needles and scumbags fucking overdosing and crime and shootings and it's like we're in fucking chicago here now well it's crazy right? when, when, when you go and see a show at like you know the rickshaw theater fucking great room great place like as a, as a resident i don't feel unsafe but i've talked to bands that are from there from, from yeah. chicago from la whatever that are up here playing like they're like holy shit scared. you see holy. what's out front there like there's like so many drugged out people and like holy fuck, I'm scared for my life, man. Totally. Like, from Chicago. From Chicago feeling that. Like yeah, in holy fuck. Downtown Vancouver. Like, what the what is going on, man? It's crazy. But a sad state of affair that you have a wicked room like that. Like a lot of people don't want to go down there. Like there's shows down there, like we know, but there's still a lot of people that are just like, fuck, I don't want to go there. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we need it. We need a better scene here. We gotta revive 
Granville Street, get that going, get some of these places going again because, well, COVID kind of fucked everything for that for uh, the oh, last little remaining clubs that we had. Yeah. Uh, it kind of screwed that. And look at the high rents. Look how many empty businesses you see downtown Vancouver. That's not helping either, right? Look yeah. at some of these guys are just putting on private shows at the Wise Hall, those guys, Brass Camel. Those guys are awesome. Like, I dig those guys. That's a fucking real rock and roll band. You know what I mean? Like, there's metal, there's a lot of good metal. But this, I'd say that Brass Camel rivals some of the top metal bands in town. Just for show, they're fucking oh, pretty damn good, I would say, man. That's great, yeah. They are pretty good, man. Oh, this and that Chase the Bear. Really good Chase local, the Bear. Chase the Bear, another great local band. Yeah, man, there's so many. I mean, listen to my podcast. There's so many great bands in the city. Like, so many. Totally. Yeah. Uh, any Anything specific you wanted to bring up? Uh, for this podcast, I got, any jerks, a, any jerks? Uh, I got uh, well, I got a little bit. Of, I had to uh, get in on the uh, messy sweepstakes, so I got um, a season ticket holder for the Whitecaps this year. Okay, uh, because uh, my my kid's favorite player is Messi, and he's supposed to come to town May twenty fifth. Right, and apparently the only way you could probably secure tickets is buying fucking season tickets. So, tickets, which really yeah. for, for the Whitecaps, it's not really that expensive. It's not even that bad. So, like, it was eight hundred bucks for nineteen which is games. Like, Fucking nothing, man. That's like that's not that's, that's not like nothing. four four games to the Canucks. Totally, totally. The Canucks games are oh, they're fucking pretty pricey. That's our fucking favorite sport. But again, like we we go to the games in Europe, and, and dude, it, it's a different animal even back there. It was like like I was regretting even bringing my kid to the game. I'm like, oh, are we even gonna fucking get out of here? Like they're shooting <laughs> Roman candles. No, like yeah. So you got you got one team in this. It's a city. It's a city. Sofia is the city. So there's two teams that absolutely hate each other from the same city. So they have to play this game at a central arena. So a soccer stadium that's not favorable to either of them. Yeah. So then the one half is Levski and the other half is Sisica, the team that we like. And then it's separated. They have a section of uh, seats that are separated so that they can put the riot police there. So they're just chatting and they're going fuck crazy. These fans are fucking nuts. Like this is just some Bulgarian league and they're going mental fire shooting roman candles at each other right so you see one come down and everyone's just like cheering it was like holy fuck the guy almost got in the head it's like, yeah yeah it's like it was just so normal right smoking rain crowd <laughs> yeah so it was a little crazy i i did see some footage where even the home team lost and they like they shit the bat hard it was like four and off and they lost the fucking fans jumped the gate and pulled the jersey off the players no right way. there right there right there <laughs> Fuck me. Wow. And it, well, we, so we get there early. So I, I want to get there early so my kid can fucking, he can see some of his favorite players, the pictures, autograph, whatnot. So yeah. we're there a couple of hours waiting for them. We see the opposing team bus pulls up at police escort to the stadium. Fucking balls at the uh, bottles, like full Corona there, right at the fucking bus as it's coming in. And it was just like everyone cheering and it was like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit different than the, uh, like this was maybe a ten thousand seater, slightly arena. different, slightly different, and they're yeah. fucking crazy. Like they, well, these guys, they're called, um, they're, well, obviously they're hooligans and whatnot. They call themselves ultra. It's this group of fans, and it's like they have ultra in every country, and every team is ultra. So Sisica Ultra, they have their fans, about ten thousand of them. They go wherever they play. So if they're playing in the uh, Madrid, Spain, there these guys would be there, ready, ready to fight their fans. Wow. And like avenge their their honor, right? Just hundred years where the and they're like fucking tough guys, like gang. That's the gang. That's the gang, right? Like our gangs here. That's their gang. 
right? Holy fuck! There's some big dudes tatted up. Of course, they got the uh, the mask. They're they're fucking hiding all their faces, right? Yeah, that's but wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. If you ever wanted to go see some footage, look up Sisaka C S K A Sofia in Bulgaria. Look that up on YouTube. You'll see some. Uh, you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's not, it. Ain't your Vancouver Whitecaps? Let's say. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Right? Well, it's like Vancouver riots every game. Every game, Vancouver riots. Right? Oh, that's crazy. That's crazy. No, no drink. No drinking allowed. Right? No drinking. They, oh, everyone thought you had no drinking allowed, right? You get in there, you're allowed to drink water. You can buy water. And that's it. Right? Mm. So people get just fucking game seven wrecked and come into the game. And, and they come in again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just pre-drink then, I guess. Let's, let's just chase the other team out of the fucking arena. Okay? Wow, that's crazy. Uh, anything else, Tequila? Let's wrap this bad boy up. No, no, I think we've touched on everything. I just like that the Vancouver Canucks, uh, I'm really happy this year. We got some, uh, we're going to get a lot of trophies, I think, this year. I think the most important trophy, which we've wanted for so long, is real possibility this year. And you know what? Nobody expected this to happen this quickly. I'm happy regardless. I, I, I hope we can win it all. I want to win it all. If we don't, no big deal. We got a fucking killer team. We still got killer players coming up from the World Junior. We had three number one prospects playing in that tournament that dominated that whole tournament. Those guys are going to be coming up eventually or they're going to be trade bait. So we got a lot. We're wheeling the big axe right now, the Vancouver Canucks. Nobody wants to play us. Mm -hmm. Well said, buddy. Well said. Uh, you Bye. take and accept all hate mail through uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Instagram, Facebook, yes. You know what? I bet there was uh, times I was away for a bit, but now I'm back. Uh, I'm on Instagram quite a bit. I'm on uh, Facebook. Send all the hate mail and death threats there. No problem. And you're uh, at Mr. Tequila Rant. At Mr. Tequila Rant on X. Follow along on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Find us at Toddcast Podcast. Attention, fans of fairy tales that are magical, hilarious, and grim. The award-winning Pinna Original Podcast, Grim. Grimmer, Grimmest, has new episodes out now. While you've probably heard of the Brothers Grimm, you've never heard these tales told in quite this way. I'm Adam Gidwitz, best-selling and Newbery Honor author of Books for Children, and in Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, I share the real, weird, grim fairy tales with real, weird, hilarious kids. In each episode, you not only get to hear a story, but you also get to enjoy this group guessing what'll happen next, cracking jokes, and sharing their own perspectives on the tales. Also, heckling me. They love to heckle me. The episodes are rated on a scale from grim to grimmer to grimmest, so there's always a great variety of tales to explore with your family. You can listen to Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest now wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to follow the show so you don't miss new episodes.